the mental health coach, who am I? Well, let me take a moment and tell you who I am. I'm a survivor, a life coach, a counselor, multiple doctorate degrees and certificates and certifications, and someone who has had their fair share of trauma and abuse. I am also a student of coaching, which helped me to rebuild my life brick by brick. I am Angela Seabrooks, and I'm here to support you as we unpack the baggage that's been weighing you down. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Mental Health Coach. Since this episode is being recorded during the holidays, I want to take a moment to unpack the anxiety and stress that surfaces this time of the year, particularly as we prepare to gather with friends and family members for what should be a festive occasion. While the holidays affect everyone differently, some individuals develop increased anxiety as they get closer to the time to connect. I was working with a young lady who we'll call Jane to protect her privacy whose anxiety and stress levels increased so much during the holidays that she thought she was having a heart attack. Sweaty palms, tightening of her chest, heart pounding. And after being examined by her doctor, she realized that it was a panic attack brought on by her acute stress. As Jane and I worked to support her with reducing her stress, uh, she was able to identify some core triggers which largely stemmed around the range of emotions brought on by the thoughts of just being judged by her friends and family members. You see, like many of you, Jane's gatherings were full of conversations surrounding what she'd done for the year, what was happening with her relationship, um, her career choices. Sometimes there were comments about her weight, her hair, which gave her a sense of being on display. Then, of course, there were pressures surrounding the gifts that she would be bringing or even the food that she was preparing. You see, our anxiety levels can often be exacerbated by the thoughts that surface first. Who will be at the gathering and the extent of the judging or uncomfortable conversations you may have to face. Sometimes these thoughts move to the worst case scenario, that you may say or do something wrong or inappropriate, or that things will end disastrously. This is commonly known as catastrophizing. Now, when these thoughts settle in and you just don't see a way to cope with the stressors, this can result in increased levels of stress and anxiety, which is just normally brought on by the excessive worrying about what will happen. When you reach this level of stress and anxiety, you will normally feel changes in your body as well. We call this reaching a state of hypervigilance, which can definitely take a toll on you and can often impact your sleep patterns as well. This is what shifted me to somatic coaching and counseling, where I work with my clients to help them become more aware of where stress surfaces in your body, such as tension in your neck, lower back pain, as well as stress in your shoulders. You see, this type of increased anxiety will often result in a shift in your behavior as well. You may overprepare for the gathering or possible conversations. You may find yourself changing outfits multiple times to kind of minimize the scrutiny or even trying to get a second opinion if you doubt your own choices, which creates a whole new set of problems for you long term, particularly if you begin to develop a lack of self-confidence. Or you may just choose to avoid the gathering altogether. And as you know from the introduction to this podcast, Avoidance only delays the inevitable, since you can't avoid the emotions connected to the situation. So you may be asking, what should you do? Well, when your anxiety levels reach this peak, 
The first place to start is examining the thoughts that surfaced and likely triggered this emotional surge. You know, the thoughts that things will be a disaster. When you reflect on past gatherings and just think about how you navigated it, you may be able to find the evidence that things don't always end badly, even if you have bad moments. You can also take some steps to physically reduce the level of stress you're experiencing. For example, when your heart is racing, you may just want to sit down um, and take a moment to steady your breathing with a quick mindfulness practice. This can be accomplished by simply breathing in for a count of four, holding the breath for a count of four, and then exhaling for a count of four. Why don't you take a moment and practice this with me? Give me a deep breath in. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. And then exhale. Two, three, four. And as you continue to take in deep breaths, just pay attention to the rhythm of your body. And as you exhale, exhale the stress and the anxiety. Continue to inhale deeply. If you're feeling tension in your neck or in your shoulders, roll your neck and stretch those muscles out as you continue to inhale and exhale deeply. Take a moment to notice the stress leaving with the exhales. This is what is called guided meditation. If you like guided meditation, it may be helpful to download some of the apps that provide a variety of choices, which will also give you the opportunity to kind of incorporate self-care throughout your day. Now, if you're at the gathering and find that your stress level is rising, remember you still have choices that you can make to reduce your stress. You can set boundaries surrounding the topics of conversation you're willing to participate in. You can also excuse yourself and just step outside for a moment if you need to take a break. You can also limit the amount of time you stay at the gathering, particularly if it has created an increased level of stress while you've been there. When you have an opportunity in the future, you may also want to consider addressing your concerns with the individuals directly that may contribute to your stress and anxiety. Remember, unresolved stressors simply contribute to the development of acute stress over time. Tune in for our next episode as we continue to unpack it.